You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Well, welcome to Link's Podcast. It's great uh, great that you joined us. Uh, my guest today, uh, brought to you by Pizza Ranch County Fair, is Dave Jones. Dave Jones, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Good morning. Thank you, John, for yeah. having me here. This is great. You uh, you and I have gotten to know each other a few over the last few months, and so I, I wanna, I'm curious to know a little bit more about you, your story. Uh, just in kind of talking before this, I we got lots to talk about. Like, there's <laughs> lots, we got lots of ground to cover, so we got to jump right in. Tell us a little bit about Dave, where you're from, how you got to Brandon, bring us up to speed kind of on your, on your story. Sure. Well, I uh, am actually a a native of Brookings, South Dakota. I did, uh, I joke around, I say I did kindergarten through college in Brookings. Um, In fact, I did preschool at South Dakota State, right? Because of their child development courses. So I actually got to attend South Dakota State um, in, in my preschool years. Um, graduated from Brookings High School in 1983, uh, went to South Dakota State, majored in uh, commercial economics. And uh, I did the five-year plan because I did an internship at uh, Dectronics, which takes you out of school for a semester. Um, but I graduated from South Dakota State in 1988. And uh, after a, uh, a number of things after college, I ended up moving to Brandon because they I worked at the time for Gateway Computers, and sure. uh, G- Gateway opened a site here in Sioux Falls. And uh, so when it came to time to pick a place to live, um, I moved to Brandon. And one of the one of the things, that, strange or not, uh, one of the reasons I moved to Brandon at the time was uh, its location to uh, Houston Speedway. Because <laughs> okay. I was a big race fan, went every week, and uh, I could get, I timed it in a rainstorm, I could get from my seat to my house in seven minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. um, but so yeah, that, that was, uh, you know, the, the, the other things that are great about Brandon just ended up being a benefit after, after I moved there, things like the, the school district, et cetera. Awesome. Now you, you're wearing, a, you're, you're, you're repping the band. I, I know you've, you've given, uh, coach, coach C the distinction of being band's biggest mm-hmm. fan, but I think really you would be probably the Brandon Valley band's biggest fan supporter maybe behind the scenes. Where did that come from? Uh, your your children are obviously involved. Yes. Were you a part in high school and at SDSU? Were, part, were you part of the pride? Yes, I I did. Uh, I was in the drum line at, at Brookings. And um, one of my classmates, uh, David Walker, at the time, his father was the director of the pride, of the, what, what, what became the pride of the Dakotas. Okay. So um, David and I both just transitioned right from high school. It was no different than moving from middle school to high school. We went from high school to SDSU, and it just was assumed that we were going to be in the in the drum line at yeah. SDSU. And so I did four years um, at, in the Pride of the Dakotas and was the head of the drum line my senior year. Um, it, well, it, my last year, which was 1986, I was the head of the drum line at SDSU. So... Um, yeah, the the band carried over, and my kids. I do, I never pushed them to be percussionists, but my son Colby is a senior. He is um, center marimba in the uh, front front line for okay. the band, and my daughter, uh, is Carly, is a sophomore, 
And she is um, in the currently now she's in the bass drum line, okay. um, which you know didn't used to be a cool thing back when I was in high school. But bass lines are now considered to be the cool thing when you go to these big percussion competitions. Okay. If they really do some trick stuff, and um, they're different from any any, any other group. So yeah, um, my kids are both percussionists. Okay. Um, and so my wife, my wife is the only drummer in the, you know, not non-drummer in the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. you, you have rhythm. Like when you're, when you're at a concert or something, you can actually clap to the beat of the music. Yeah. I actually get frustrated when people clap to the school song and get ahead of the, uh, get ahead of the band. Uh, no, I, it, <laughs> true story. I would, I, growing up in Brookings, I would lay in my bed listening to Brad Reimers on KBRK and he'd play rock music at night, and I would lay there and kick my feet on the bed. And my parents said, "You know, you might we might want to, you know, interest you in, in drums." And they bought me a snare drum, just a snare drum in a suitcase. And I sat on the suitcase, and I had a garbage can for a cymbal, and I started playing it like a drum set in the first day. And they're like, "Oh, okay, so we, we got to go out and buy a drum set now." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so in fourth grade, I uh, got my first drum set, and and uh, yeah, I, I still play in the in the church, uh, Brandon Lutheran. I've been oh, nice. playing church and drums in the church band uh, since nineteen ninety six. So wow. they can't they can't get rid of me. <laughs> and that's a huge. I mean, being a pastor, and uh, I'm not musical. Um, I really not at all, but to the value of, of someone and, and the, the, now it's become a metaphor, like who's going to beat the drum, but literally, I mean, historically the drums are a huge part of any type of human activity. Yeah. Yeah. When we, we've even started to integrate uh, percussion into the traditional, right. When we, we've, mm. we've working with the director, I, we've actually found ways of crossing, crossing over. Right, so it's not just traditional or mm-hmm. or contemporary, but yeah, it's it's um, it's something that I take a lot of pride in. And in fact, I just played in in church last night. So yeah, rhythm is definitely in my blood, and it, my my kids fortunately inherited it and are. I, I like to say they are excelling at everything that I was really bad at. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I'm really proud of them. That's awesome. Well, and I know, obviously, those of you, those people that are watching this that know you, um, those people that are listening are going to know how, how involved you are, and we won't, we won't necessarily go into that, but I appreciate what you're doing and raising awareness for things like the marching band. And talk to us a little bit for those who are watching that maybe don't know you or don't know about Brandon Valley bands. Give, give us kind of a, a 101 guide to... Cause, cause I'm, I'm, I was a football player. I mean, right. I'm, you know, kind of a, that's what I know. That's my world, but bring us all, bring me into what goes into a band season. What, what goes into that? And, and what are some of the ways that we can partner with that in terms of coming to watch events? Obviously we see, you know, I would see the band at halftime, um, but talk a little bit about a season and what that all involves when it comes to band. Well, tr- believe it or not, here we are, uh, July what we seventh, mm-hmm. and uh, band season has already begun. So they're already um, they're already practicing. They're getting ready for the Valley Springs Parade, um, and they have received their music for the show for the coming year. So every year there is a show with a theme, and they continue to to hone and build that show to uh, to the point where at the end of the season they have their final product. It's actually gets, continues to expand and, 
and hone over the course of a season. But um, yeah, we're my my wife and I are uh, currently the co-presidents of the Brandon Valley Band Parent Boosters, which is a five hundred one c three nonprofit, and it is critical. We didn't realize how critical it was ourselves, John, until we got involved. Uh, you know, uh, it takes in these times. Uh, marching band has become so competitive, just like football or basketball or anything else. What's different about band is is there is you know you've got to transport 140 kids and feed 140 kids uh, to multiple events that are not in our area. Uh, so you know we have an over two hundred thousand dollar annual budget that mm-hmm. that that helps support pr- props, transportation, sack lunches, water. Uh, hotel, um, you know, and the transportation is the big is the big thing, right? But uh, there's there's costumes, you know. With a Brandon mm-hmm. Valley band is going to have all new. Uh, it, it's going to be a completely new look. Gone are the polyester traditional uniforms, and uh, they're more customized. So there's there's a lot of things that go into um, supporting the band. It's a partnership with um, with Mr. Frecking and uh, with the school board. Uh, we, we are there to uh, to help support the band financially as well as, you know, from a volunteer standpoint. So there's, um, you know, we get into um, the events. The, the first major event is Melon Madness, and that is the debut of the show. And, and it's open to anyone, and we serve watermelon at it. But it's, a, you know, usually it's the parents and friends that show up. But it's open to anyone, and we serve watermelon, and we, and we debut the show. Right, here it is. Here's what's what what the show mm-hmm. is for the year, and uh, then in the middle of the season we have the Big Sioux Review, which is our largest fundraiser, and it takes an army of people mm-hmm. <laughs> to run that. So that's all coordinated by. Um, there's a committee that's created by the board, and that committee is responsible for that fundraiser. But you know, there's parking, there's concessions, there's band hosts, uh, videoing. Um, you know, you name it, there's, you know, gate attendants. There's the people that have to tell people when to go in and when to leave. There's judge helpers. Uh, just wow. there, it, it, there's all of that. You know, I think, I think we have probably uh, 60 or 70 volunteers that go into an event like that. And that's our big, that's our biggest fundraiser of the year. So all of that, you know, both financially and from an organizational standpoint comes from the Brandon Belly band parents. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it, and, I, and I've been learning a lot, especially just in the last few months. Uh, I got to sit in on one of your board meetings. I, I really feel a, 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 a responsibility as a community to champion um, different aspects of our community and to be a well-rounded community. Um, part of that is is music and the arts. And, and I think we can, you know, myself speaking out of experience, those of us who have grown up in, you know, sports culture, we get kind of we get one track mind, and 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 now as a parent and a member of our community to back up and go, wow, there's a lot of aspects that go into it, and you know I'm I'm just really impressed, excuse me, especially with all of the volunteers, you know, and, and myself being in you know in, in ministry and church, you know, volunteers aren't just falling off trees. Um, you you have to bring you have to add value even to the people that are serving, and you guys do a great. A great job of that. Um, 
We'll, we'll put some we'll put some things in here. Uh, I'm sure there's you guys have a, is there a website or a Facebook page that we can direct people to? Yep, Brandon Valley Bands. Uh, I think it's BrandonValleyBands.com. I don't okay. think it's .org. I think it's BrandonValleyBands.com. But uh, yeah, and we have sponsorship opportunities, individual sponsorships. Anyone can can donate to the band and and and, and, res, cool. and they receive uh, some trinkets for donating to the band. And then we also are in the middle right now of our corporate. Uh, sponsorship drive as well because again that's a that's a significant part of the funding that comes from that as well but you know you talked about growing up in the sports culture uh you know and so obviously matt christensen you know Mm -hmm. that's that was his life or that is his life right yeah um just he's been a fantastic partner and he he's now recognizing that it's somewhat athletic it's no longer marching band isn't even it's kind of a misnomer anymore it's it's field show and in in doing so, it's very physical. You know, the kids have to get a physical, just like the football players. No kidding, yeah. And uh, they're out there doing physical um, calisthenics or physical, you know, actual conditioning for what they have to do. Um, and in fact, when we just did the indoor percussion uh, season, we just we finished in our at the Worlds in um, in, in in Dayton, Ohio. I think one of the reasons that we jumped from eighth place to eleventh place, from semis to finals, was the fact that our kids were so well conditioned, and the mm. other and these other groups were were petered out from three days of competition. Yeah, but uh, you know they were doing um, what they used to call suicides down the basketball court with push-ups, and yeah, it's yeah they were yeah. in full condition. They have to be to carry all that equipment and do all that. Yeah, I, <clears throat> being a football coach, I when I. Coached in Brandon, I remember freshman. I was coaching freshman football, and uh, I, I pulled up a little bit early before practice, and I watched all of our football players dragging out of the locker room, just dragging their equipment. Oh, it's eight o'clock in the morning. At seven o'clock, the band was running stairs in the stadium and running around the track, and I was like, "And you guys, you guys are soft. Like, I mean, look at those guys, and they're carrying instruments around. Like, yeah, well, you're just carrying your own weight around, and I." Uh, that was a visual for me because I had grown up small town. I had never seen the physical demands yes. of it, and it looks you make it look so easy. But boy, there is there's some uh, there's some calories. Yeah. Burnt. So like I said, Matt's been a great partner, and he, that's why we call him our biggest fan. We bought him a shirt this year that's got you know Band's biggest fan on it, and uh, he even uh, took his drone and and filmed one of our shows. Um, he was that into it. So, no, we just uh, – we really appreciate the partnership with the school district and with with uh, Coach Christensen. That's great. That's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about you, Dave. I know we've talked a lot about band, but I want to touch on some things. We talked a little bit you're, – you're also a pilot. Yes. Um, talk about your your love not only uh, for, for flight and, and being a pilot. Tell us a little bit about where that came from and how you got in, into sure. flying. Well, my, my father was a member of a um, – of a flying club in Brookings, Aerosports Unlimited. And, uh, you know, he he tried. He tried to get into flying. He loved flying. He always had model airplanes in the house. But he also ran um, a business, a hardware store up in Brookings. He had We had the coast-to-coast store in Brookings in our family for almost 50 years. And he just couldn't tear himself away. He was uh, kind of a, a little bit of a workaholic. Um, so... He, he he finally just relented. I said, "Can I just buy out your share?" And I started taking flying lessons while I was in college. And um, I t- in fact, I took my ground school at South Dakota State. And um, 
I bought out his share of the plane and uh, got my pilot's license in 1986. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, you know, it's 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 uh, we do it for fun. And we do it when we have time and when we have money. It's going to be even more expensive these days, but. Sure. Um, it's just something that we've been to Oshkosh two or three times. We've taken the kids to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, to the big air show there. Um, so, no, it's just flying is is also a part of our – it's just a part of our family. And uh, even my son, and now that he's looking at colleges, is looking at things in aerospace or, uh, you know, uh, some sort of aero, aerospace or something that deals with flight, right? Sure. So, um, no, it's just – it's been part of my – Part of my background. So, what what sort of plane do you fly, or have you flown? Um, all I call them single engine bug smashers, um, four okay. seaters. Uh, I I have flown numerous models of planes, but I, the one I learned in was a Grumman uh, Grumman Cheetah, and it, Grumman's were y- unique because there's no rivets on the wings; they were bonded with glue, and so they're very quick. They're very slick. And very maneuverable for you know a fre- a freshman pilot, <laughs> um, you know. So I learned how to fly in a fast plane with it had a slide back canopy just like a war plane, oh, sure. you know, because okay. it was Grumman, right? Which is a which is yeah. a, a military company. So it was back. Were you seated? No, or? your your side. It's four oh, seats. Okay. You know, it was a standard seating configuration. But uh, you know, you had the slide back canopy, and you could you could open that in flight if you wanted to. But I just, you know, and, and it, I, it, I got my license right when the original Top Gun came out, right? So I had yeah. the, I, I yes, I bought the Ray-Bans, and I have, yes. I had a flight jacket. I just posted a picture on Facebook of me in my my 1986 flight jacket. Um, so yeah, it, um, it, I, I learned through the local FBO up there in Brookings, and uh, I now I'm currently. I'm a member of Mockingbird Flying Club here in Sioux Falls, and we uh, we have three planes, two Piper Archers, which are again four seater fixed fixed gear, and a Piper Saratoga, which is a high performance. But I've fl- I have flown high performance retractable gear, okay. uh, complex. But uh, right now, just based on how often I get to fly, just these little archers are what I fly now. Okay, yeah. that's that's great. Do you, do you travel like as a family? Will you travel and fly someplace rather than? Drive someplace, or is it mostly recreational? It's more of a thing like uh, you know, Stacy, my wife. Her her dad lives um, in Northfield, Minnesota, so we can be over in um, in uh, in that area. I'm trying to think of the airport we land at, Owatonna, um, somewhere in there. But we would we can be over there in a matter of an hour and fifteen minutes. Sure. Spend and spend four or five hours with them sitting in the FBO, or go out for dinner, and then come back and then fly home. Um, that's more what we use it for. Um, now that we're starting college searches, uh, you know, uh, Iowa State's an hour and a half away, right? Sure. So you know, it's it's more it's more of a convenience where you don't have to drive for two, you know, three four hours, do the thing, and then drive three hours back. That's more what we use it for. We don't usually we don't use it for like a vacation. You can only put so many bags in, right? So it's it's just limited. So I, so I, and I'm just you know you know I'm tracking with you, buddy. So 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 the next phase then of Brandon Valley bands could be a cargo plane <laughs> with Dave Jones at the control. Like yeah, right? I mean no, that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, that's that's not in that's the, not in the cards. Yeah. That would that would that would maybe expend some of that two hundred thousand dollar budget. It's impressive enough us pulling up with our semi, right? <laughs> okay. The semi definitely everyone goes wow. So 
and that, and that that semi again was all funded through the band boosters. But uh, it it is such a blessing to have that when we travel. But uh, yeah, no, I um, flying like I said, it's it's more of a recreational thing more than anything, and it's a matter of convenience. I can go see my buddy in Fargo. We can go out to the hills, be out there in two hours, and sure rent yeah, a car, drive through the hills, and come back. So that that's awesome. Now now talk to me a little bit. This Brookings now branded. You picked you chose branded uh, for for some obvious reasons. Uh, talk a little bit about what it's been like living in Brandon, being part of the Brandon community. Um, to somebody who's maybe new to Brandon, someone who's maybe just just moving here, like you and Stacy did. Wh- what's a what's something that you've come to appreciate about Brandon as a community? Well, f- first of all, <laughs> and I joke with folks all the time, converting from Brookings to Brandon is is like moving into an alternate reality. It doesn't have the university, obviously. But it's BVHS instead of BHS. It's Lynx instead of Bobcats, and we're still red and black. So it's not a big transition. Um, the 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 nice thing about Brandon is you have the access to Sioux Falls, but you still have that small town feel. When I when I worked for Gateway, I actually left Brandon for eleven months. I was transferred down to the Sioux City office. I built a house in Elk Point. I was down there only 11 months, and I got promoted back to the Sioux Falls uh, site. And uh, that at that time, Joanne, the long-term gal, I don't remember Joanne's last name, at Alliance, I called up, and Joanne answered the phone at Alliance. I said, hey, Joanne, I, I've only been gone 11 months. Um, I need to reestablish my phone number. Um, can I get my old number back? And she said, if it hasn't been a year, you can. And so I, you, if you look at the phone books, I never left, right? I, guess, yeah. <laughs> I never left. So it's that, it's that ability to have that, just the convenience of the small town, right? Um, the hominess, uh, you know, the connections, so easy to make connections, right? Just like you yeah. and I made a connection. Yeah. Um, because of the just the collisions, whether it's at the at Sunshine, you know, when yeah, you're buying yeah. groceries or at Scooters or whatever, uh, there there's just there's a hominess to Brandon, and the the other thing about Brandon that, that is that there is just a culture of excellence in everything: the mm. school district, the business, the chamber of commerce, the faith community. There is just a there is a culture of excellence that you just get. You just get absorbed into that. That I that really attracted me once. You know, once I was there, we were very, very pleased with obviously with the, with the school district. My son has special needs. Uh, he ha- is deaf in one ear, and so working with the school for the deaf and the school district, he has been accommodated all the way through from mm. first grade to to his senior year. And the school district has been fantastic uh, working with him. So th- those are the kind of things. If you're coming to Brandon. Obviously, the healthy business community, but it's just there's there's a neighborliness to it that uh, it's hard to describe. Yeah, and the I think that local business having you know you you have coming from that your dad owning a local business and how intricate that is a part of our community is those local businesses that are here to serve the community and they're they're working on I mean they're working hard you know that and. That's one of the reasons I'm so thankful uh, for Brandon Chamber of Commerce sponsored this uh, season one uh, of the podcast, and this season uh, we're sponsored by Pizza Ranch. Yep, and I mean Pizza Ranch, Brandon, kind of go together. They, they are so immersed in this community, and they support us. They're one of our diamond sponsors. Yeah, um, yeah. You can't, you can't, you just can't live in Brandon without mentioning Pizza Ranch. 
and Brandon Ace Hardware too. That's where my son works, right? So I grew yeah. up in a hardware store. And so my son, a fourth generation hardware kid, is now, in, uh, in fact, he's there right now. <laughs> he's there right now. He's working. And I've, in your son, actually, I, I realized this when he was helping me a couple weeks ago. He's, he's got a knack for it. He's oh, great. It's in his blood. It's in yeah. his blood. And Jason Melcher, the, the owner over there, uh, has told me that. Uh, he recognizes <laughs> he recognizes that maybe the old man might have rubbed off on him a little bit. and But that came from my old man and my grandfather before him. So, yeah, oh, he, uh, he loves it over there. And so, um, again, the same hominess. You're in, brand, you're in the hardware store and you run into people and you say, hi, I think I ran into you there. Yep. Uh, so, no, it's, that's just the, the, the benefit of the community is just it's strong – um, hominess and people seem to support, like really support the, the businesses that are right there in town. Yeah. You meant, and you mentioned, you know, Sunshine, Ace, Brandon Ace, as well as Pizza Ranch, all three are huge sponsors, not only of, of this podcast, but also you mentioned school activities. Uh, one of the things that Pizza Ranch does is one of their, not only the band, but also the um, uh, race, race to the ranch. It's a right. youth track and field event. And they're a huge sponsor of that. And it's, I mean, it's it's legendary. Every year they've got that going, and uh, so so thank you to Aaron and those uh, the team at Brandon Pizza Ranch. Thank you for sponsoring this episode, making Absolutely. this possible. Absolutely, uh, just it's it's so much in line with their vision and what they do. So thank you uh, to Pizza Ranch County Fair. Uh, if you're listening to this, I mean, maybe you're looking for ideas tonight for supper. Pizza Ranch, yes. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and what's good for us is, you know, with our son's food allergies, they they worked with us with food allergies. And uh, if you don't want pizza, they got the salad bar. So I, uh, yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a, um, it's a hit. It's a sure hitter when you go in. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dave, this has been great. I, I've, we're, we're obviously going to have you back. We just scratched the surface a little bit, but if you see Dave, now you can put a face, uh face and a voice with the, with the name and uh, come out and support the band this year. All right. Yes. Please support the band. And, uh, and like I said, we've got sponsorships available for that as well. And we need it. We, uh, we need the money to stay competitive and to, to get the band around the, around the country. So awesome. Dave, thanks for your time today. All right. Thanks so much, John. Thank you for joining us on the love your neighbor podcast. The purpose of the love your neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!